Hey guys, today's episode is for the girl who wants to be all in. Mac and I talk about what it looks like to be wholehearted in following the Lord. If you are struggling hearing from Him, feel disconnected from Him, um, maybe I've built walls up and you're just like, I want to be used by God, but I don't know how. I can't hear from Him. Where do I go from here? Well, this episode is for you. You will learn how to hear from Him, how to pursue Him, and how your life will change in huge ways. Welcome to the For the Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hello, everyone. We are back on the cast, the P-cast. Oh, Yo. my goodness. The P-cast? <laughs> The because. Also, I wish you guys could see Ken's right now. She's wearing her hood. Who do you think you are today? <laughs> I put the hood up and that's what came out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yo, 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 yo. I'm on the, the P-cast. <laughs> but Everybody's turning this off right now. <laughs> Stay. Okay. I'm going to get it together. Okay. So anyways, we're really excited about today's episode. It is something we are so passionate about talking yeah. about. We have some, we're going to share a little bit of our story and a very, vulnerable way yeah we're also going to bring some good scripture to you all and honestly praying that it just calls you higher to exemplify Jesus with everything you have so yeah we're really really pumped about it and let's just jump right in yes. for our Mac and Ken's mess up this week Mac and Ken's mess up so I told Ken the other day, we maybe need to rename the segment Ken's Messes Up because, <laughs> sorry, Ken, it's a lot. you have a few more than up. me, but I today, know. it's your time. It's my turn. Oh my gosh. And this one's pretty good. It's great because it was like a major mess up. It was pretty epic. <laughs> <laughs> like this isn't just an everyday Kroger run. This is more like <laughs> thousands <laughs> of people saw my mess up. Yeah. yeah. So this is at the beginning. We thought it was a good idea to order some stuff. Stickers. We um, were, I mean, we were already on the sticker train. This is several orders in, right? Oh, is it? I kind of thought it was our first one, wasn't no, it? No, I think we, this is like second or third sticker round. <laughs> okay, so we go about our semesterly, we update our sticker every semester for some reason. It's a really great thing. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't? This was when stickers were big. You remember the years in college <laughs> when like in trend. it was way more trendier than it is now, even like oh, everybody wow. had them on their laptop on and their, their water bottle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure, Kent. Um, But anyway, so I always was in charge of ordering the sticker and uh, had this super cute, like, watercolor pink design. They were our best stickers yet. Like, they were super cute. And they really were. Last minute, I decided, hey, let's put our theme verse on the sticker. Psalm 37.4, which says, delight yourself in the Lord. He will give you the desires of that your heart. That way, people will know. We're right a ministry. Bat, we, we love, love Jesus. Jesus. And so we order several thousand of these stickers and um, we get them back. We look them over. We're like, they're beautiful. Oh my gosh. Job, Ship Mac. them wow. all over the, the U S of a, and then one day, <laughs> and then we happened? get an email like two months later, two months later from like, from a sweet delight leader from Harvard university, which just makes it worse. Yeah. Um, it just Harvard makes it worse. University. She's like, yo, I'm smart. I go to an Ivy league. <laughs> 
school. Really, we're not. <laughs> and she's like, you spelled Psalm like slam. Slam 37-4. P-S-L-A-M. Oh and I was just like, wow. Yeah. And we had sent those all over the place. In my defense, it was really small. It was really, really small. You know how your eye apparently like I think it's like psychology. It really only reads like the first and last letter. And that's how True. you like figure out words. So most people didn't notice. No. Oh, other than that Harvard girl. The Harvard she girl. knows what's up. And what's funny about these stickers is that we continued to use them and send them out. Like they I think pretty sure yeah. they like just recently ran out. We had we just like didn't even care. And yeah. that says a lot about our personality. Yeah. Honestly. I mean, Jesus still shows up, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's honestly my fault. I'm pretty like I'm pretty fast in everything I do. And so there's a lot, if you notice, there's probably a lot of spelling errors and delight. And <laughs> it's all probably my fault. So Yeah. It's you know okay. I don't look over it, so probably my <laughs> fault too. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, wow. Well, we really are um so excited about our mm-hmm. topic this week. I think that this is kind of seriously like the cry of Kenzie and I's heart. And the reason being is because we've been on both sides of the coin. We've done this whole following Jesus thing halfway, and we've done yeah. this following Jesus thing all the way. And there is such a big difference um, in yeah. just like how you feel about it, but also like just how God can use you. And so like Ken said, we really do want to walk you through our own story, but we kind of just want to kick off of like why we think this matters so much because I really think at the end of the day, like this matters almost more than any other topic we could talk about on this podcast. Yeah, totally. This is something that Mac and I have um, that's been on our heart for a while now. Um, We actually, when we went on our For the Girl tour back in February, we we, we always like have a theme to the tour of what we want to talk about. And we really like sought off after the Lord for that. And he was like, you guys should talk about like going all in, what it looks like to be wholehearted. And we were like, okay. And I feel like we dove into that. Um, and it was really powerful every single night, just like inviting people to lay down like that one thing that's standing in the way from, of the Lord. And then just continuing even after that, we were like, I think the Lord just continued to teach us like this yeah. is a big deal. And yeah. the thing is, is we we talk and to college women every day over the phone, over coffee. And it's just a real thing that if we were all being honest, a lot of us are pursuing the Lord with some of our life, but then some of our life we actually are hiding from him or keeping from him, or we think we can do both. Like we think we can party on the weekends and sleep with our boyfriend and gossip about our friends. And then, mm-hmm go to church on Sunday and still be a part of a delight community, still even be a delight leader. And I know these are all like cliche things. Like we, we probably heard about that all the time. Yeah. Like you can't do both. You got to be all in. But really, I think the Lord is just teaching us of what it looks like, like how huge of an impact you can have when you finally make a decision to be like, okay, I'm going to give this thing like all I got all of my heart, all of my mind, all of my spirit, all of my actions, Um, not only are you going to be able to just make a huge impact on the world around you because he's like, wow, I want to use her. Like she's all in. Like I'm going to choose to use her rather than somebody that's like only a little bit in. Um, Like because like reality is why would he want to use somebody who's maybe not going to choose him sometimes or every other day chooses him or 
turns her back on him every once in a while when there's something she wants to do or something that pleases her or something that's fun for her. Like, no, he's going to choose to use the people that are pursuing him with everything, with their whole life, with all their actions, with all their thought life, all of their love. Like those are the people that he wants to use. And so he's going to just use in a point and allow you to make a huge impact if you're all in, like it's a huge drastic difference and then also what's the sweetest part in my opinion about being all in and sold out for Jesus giving him your whole heart is that you are able to just hear him clear you feel more connected to him um like in your quiet time on a walk like with your friends in worship like you are consumed and you have this peace that's like surpasses all understanding there's this connection there's just this the that holy voice speaking into your life which I think we all have built a lot of walls and a lot of disconnect from hearing it from him because we're halfway in and so we were like okay these are big things let's dive into what this looks like to like be sold out for Jesus and maybe this can inspire and empower our listeners to give it all they got. Yes. And so we're going to do something that we don't normally do on the podcast, but we are going to dive into some scripture. And I think we talked about it in an earlier episode that I'm kind of like a scripture nerd. I love it. Yes, (laughs) it's true. I do. I love it. Which we all should be. Yes. Yes. And I think like what my... Honestly, like my hope is that you see like, oh my gosh, actually diving into scripture and seeing it in this way is super cool. Like we're not talking about like a story or a verse that you've heard a million times. Like we're going to dig into some stuff here. So like if you have your Bible, grab that. If you got some notes, take some notes. Just so you know, I've heard this scripture before and it's one that's like so intriguing and enlightening. So don't tune out or fast forward now. <laughs> Dive into this. Listen in. And um, one thing is over the summer, I've just like kind of noticed all throughout the Bible, like almost how crazy God is about our hearts. I didn't notice it before, but like when you read the Old Testament, God talks about our hearts so often. And I think it's really important that we as like followers, followers of the Lord, that we understand that and that we start to dig into like, why, why does God care so much about our hearts? And so, Mm -hmm. um, I want to start us off in Isaiah six, one. And if you didn't know, Isaiah was a prophet and he was a prophet around the 800 BC mark to like four different Kings. But at this moment in Isaiah six, he's, um, been around the block a few times. He's, he's a little bit into his ministry, probably about 40 years or so. And so there's this moment where I Isaiah walks into this temple that he walks in every single day of his life. And for some reason, like on this day, um, something crazy happens, like angels show up, there's like smoke and thunder and like they're touching coal to his lips. It's really like a bizarre story. And um, Isaiah's like, oh my goodness, Lord, like I have unclean lips, like you can't use me. But God says like, no, I'll cleanse your lips. I mean, weird stuff. Read the story, Isaiah six. <laughs> and, um, Isaiah says something along the lines of, um, here I am, Lord, send me like use me. And then God says this really cool thing where he talks about like, um, he's like, Hey, the people of your timeline, like their hearts are not going to be able to understand what's happening here. And so mm-hmm. you're, you're, there's this moment that happens and you're like, what is going on? Like, why is this happening? And what I love is in John 12, 39, 
this is crazy because this is Isaiah 6, which is Old Testament. So many years later, John 12, 39 tells us exactly what happened in Isaiah 6. And it says like, um, there's this moment where Isaiah, he said these words, which is the words that exactly line up with what was said in Isaiah 6. And um, it said, Isaiah said this because he saw Jesus's glory. So what happened? What was all the smoke and the thunder and the angels about? It was because the glory of Jesus showed up in the Old Testament, which mm-hmm. you're kind of like, what? Old Testament? Like, what is Jesus doing on the scene in the Old Testament? And if you go back and you read Isaiah 6, the first line of Isaiah 6 says, in the year that King Uzziah died. And you might be hearing that and thinking, okay, that's just like a win question. Like in the year King Uzziah died is the year that like this happened. But in biblical times, they didn't date things by dead kings. They dated things by living kings. So if it was a win question, they would have said, you know, in the year that King Yoheb in his first year of his reign. But they said in the year that King Uzziah died. And so I think that's really telling of why this happened. And so if you're anything like me at that moment, I was like, okay, well, who's this Uzziah guy? Like, he's not like a well-known character in the Bible. Like, who is this dude? So if you go and you read about him in 2 Chronicles 26, um, you can read Uzziah was 16 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem for 52 years. His mother's name was Decolia. She was from Jerusalem and he did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done. And um, when I read that, I was like, okay, Uzziah, he's like a pretty good dude. Like he did what was right in the side of the Lord. Like, I don't see why we're so happy that Uzziah died. Like, what about this moment? Like mm. unleash Jesus onto our timeline. So my next question was, okay, if he did what was right in the side of the Lord, just as his father Amaziah had done, then I guess we got to go and figure out more about Amaziah. Mm-hmm. And so if you flip back one chapter to second Chronicles 25, starting in verse two, it says, Amaziah was 25 years old when he became king and he reigned in Jerusalem 29 years. His mother's name was Jehodadan. She was from Jerusalem. He did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not wholeheartedly. And I think like that's what it all comes down to. Uzziah and Amaziah, like they were good kings. They did all the right things. Like they probably like read their Bibles. They probably like prayed to God. They, you know, did what was right in, in God's eyes. But at the same time, like the condition of their heart was not total surrender to the Lord. And because of that, like Jesus couldn't enter the scene. It wasn't until Uzziah died that Jesus could enter the scene. And I wonder if like, that's not true of all of our lives. Like, I wonder if like, Uzziah and Amaziah's tagline wouldn't be my tagline. It would be like, you know, Mackenzie, she was 19 when she started Delight and she led for many years and her mother's name was Karen and all of these things. And she did what was right in the eyes of the Lord, but not wholeheartedly. And like, I just think Mm. that that's probably all of us. Like I lead a ministry and to be honest, like there are many days where like, I don't love God with my whole heart. I love him with half of my heart. I believe the lie that, you know, I can be sold out for him. I can be the most involved person at my church, but there are still moments where I choose to do whatever I want. And I say, God, I know you said this to me. I know you're calling me to do this, but like, honestly, that's hard. And I I don't really want to do that today. And so I think wholeheartedness is so much more than doing what's right. It's truly a posture of your heart. It's posturing your heart every single day to wake up and say, Lord, like 
I love you and I see you and I choose you today. And like, I will lay down and surrender anything that stands in the way of that. And so that's really kind of been our journey. I feel like over the last couple months, like I've said, like I've followed Jesus my whole life basically. And I'm just now starting to understand what wholeheartedness looks like. And honestly, like it feels so good. It's so cool to step into it. And Mm -hmm. so I don't say this. I don't think either one of us say this from a place of like, you have to start like doing what God calls you to do. We say this because I'm like, gosh, when you give God your whole heart, doors just start opening. And like, it's really crazy cool how God just starts to use you in a new way. And it's not because your circumstances change. It's because your heart, like the posture of your heart changed along the way. And so, yeah, that's kind of what scripture says to us about wholeheartedness. Max shared that message at the Delight Leadership Conference. And we had a little powwow after. And I told her, I was like, one of my favorite things that you mentioned in that was the whole line at the end there of like, yeah, like Mackenzie, you might be doing what is right in the eyes of the Lord. You started this ministry. You have done so many good things, but have you given your whole heart? And like, that was big for me too. I sat there and I was like, whoa, it's not about like, it's really not about doing all the best things and like making good choices and reading your Bible and waking up in the morning and on time and loving people. It's like, it's about like surrendering your life to God like actually like taking action with that and like checking your heart and like every single piece of your heart just being totally sold out for Jesus and that like will naturally compel you to change the world like around you in like really huge ways and yeah I was so convicted by that because I think so often I just do the right thing and follow make good decisions and like I've led delight and it's an easy like it's an easy like cop out to just be like oh yeah like for sure I know God like for sure I'm close to him like yeah 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 but like really like if I check my heart are there things I haven't like surrendered yet like that's a reality of a lot of our lives like check your heart like what pieces of it aren't you giving totally to the Lord? Um, we were had this conversation recently. It was a sermon Matt Chandler mm-hmm. has about like how often we give 99% of our lives, but there's like 1% that we're holding back. And like, gosh, there's, I think for all of us, we can identify like one thing that is standing in the way. For some of us, it's a lot more than that. If we're being honest with ourselves, like you're probably like maybe a little more than 1%. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, wow, the whole 40, 50, (laughs) wait, oh wait, 80. I need to give to the Lord. And for you, that might be obvious. And that's like a, um, journey of surrendering those things and recognizing like God isn't going to use me. I feel disconnected because I haven't surrendered my whole heart. And like, it's a journey of identifying those things and surrendering them at the feet of Jesus. And yeah, so we wanted to share like a little bit of our story with you guys and what this journey has looked like for us. Um, It's been a part of our lives for sure. Like in college, of course, we started Delight when we were in college. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, we... We gave a lot of our hearts to Jesus. Like we weren't the girls partying on the weekends. We weren't the girls that were um, sleeping with our boyfriends or um, 
whatever it was, like we actually were really faithful to God's calling in our lives. And like, I think that the Lord really recognized that and saw that. Um, but as we follow him even closer, I think he's highlighted some things in our own lives that we need to even give further. And through this journey, like we've, we've had to surrender some of those things. And I know there's been moments for myself, like, just to be completely transparent and honest, like there are moments while leading delight that I was dating a guy and crossing boundaries with him, like doing things beyond just making out. Maybe I didn't have sex with him, but I was um, doing other things close to it. And Matt could tell you in this season that like there is a disconnect for sure. Mm -hmm. Like it is hard to lead it's hard to hear God when you are actively living in sin. Like, mm -hmm. I promise you, you are not serving the Lord to the, your full capacity. Like, you aren't being spirit-led because this sin is standing in the way. There's You are tangibly, like, quite literally building walls so you can't hear, see, or reach the Father. Like... Mm -hmm. And in those seasons for me, it was a huge disconnect, like to be able to lead, to be able to, I could barely even like speak. It was hard for me to have spiritual conversations. I felt left out of like God moving and stuff like yeah. that. And so that was a huge moment for me where I was like, okay, like I can't be stuck in this season for much longer or else God isn't going to use me to his full capacity. And it was a moment. It was the season where I was like, okay, I got to like let go of this if I, because I'm held to higher standard because I follow Jesus. And yeah. I know that there's people out there too that probably are struggling with the same thing. And they're like, why haven't I heard God? Like, yeah. they're like, why is it so hard and exhausting to lead? Like, why, like, why is this so heavy and weighty? And it's because you haven't surrendered that yet. Like, you've got to surrender, like, your weekends, your mm. relationships, everything to Jesus if you want him to use you, if you want to hear from him. It's a re reality, really. Yeah. Yeah, and I think we all, like, I think we've all fallen to that lie that, like, you, you know, we, we think, okay, maybe I can, like, love Jesus all the way, and then maybe I can just, like, do what I want, kind of. Like, at the end of the day, like, maybe he doesn't care that much. Like, maybe it's not that big of a deal. And I think we go back to this thing of, like, well, the Bible says, like, it's kind of unclear. Should I or should I not do this? Yeah. But I think what it goes back to is God isn't, like, call us to do these hard things just to like set rules and see if we'll keep them. He calls us to do these things because mm. the truth is like our habits, like create our habits, truly create the condition of our hearts. It's yeah, the things true. that we do over and over again that like condition our hearts. Mm. It's like, what is, what does your mind wonder to when you just sit by yourself? Like, what are the things that you're loving? Where are you giving your time? Mm. Where are you giving your energy? Where are you giving your thought life? Because I can guarantee you like, that's where your heart lies. Yeah. So when you sit there and like over and over and over again, like you choose to like scroll on your phone for affirmation and validation or over mm. and over and over again, you push the boundaries with your boyfriend or over and over and over again, like you gossip with your friends. You know what that's going to do? It's going to condition a heart that is like, okay with gossip. It's going to condition a heart that like yeah. says, Lord, you know, you can have some of me, but like, you don't get my relationship with my boyfriend. It's yeah. a heart that's conditioned to like 
just stop choosing him. And I think we have to understand that like what we do over and over, our habits can either draw us closer to Jesus, like get us so close to him or our habits can wall us off from him. Like it can literally create a wall around our hearts. And Mm. I know for me, like I've felt that before, like I can always go back to, if I'm in a season where honestly, Jesus just feels far away. I have to go back to my habits because if my habit is every single day waking up in the morning and like getting on my knees and putting myself in places of worship and like discipling people around me and Mm, honestly trying to talk to my father, I hear from him and like it conditions my heart to hear from him. But if I do the thing where I'm like doing whatever the heck I want all the time and then I'm like, Lord, I can't hear you. I can guarantee you it's because I have a heart that's conditioned Mm. to not hear from him. And so I think yeah. if you're sitting there wondering, you're like, gosh, you know what? I want to hear from him. And like, mm-hmm. I want to change my habits, but like, I don't know how to. I think the easiest place to begin, I love how simple this is, is like, just start to make Jesus's habits your habits. Like yeah. go pick up your Bible and like read uh, the gospels. And what did Jesus do over and over again? And start to do the things that he did over and over again. He talked to his father over and over and over again. He like, read the word over and over again. He loved people around him over and over again. Mm -hmm. He like, you know, he just was so in tune to what was happening around them. And so like, Mm -hmm. I think, wouldn't it be cool if like we were women who, who didn't, um, kind of like mirror our habits after this world, but we truly mirrored our habits after Jesus. I think that's when the conditions of our hearts would change. And I think when your heart changes things like or things like obedience and discipline, they become natural. It's like your yeah. knee jerk reaction to go, Oh, because I love my father so much because I adore him. I will yield to his voice. Like yeah. I will say yes. And I will listen to what he calls me to do. And that feels hard. It feels tough. Like if you mm-hmm. have a heart that feels walled off to him, I don't blame you right now for going, I don't want to do the things he says. Yeah. But I would just encourage you, like, take that first step and just start to just make his habits your habits Mm -hmm. and seriously watch as your heart completely changes in the process. Yeah, for sure. It's interesting. Like, I think our generation, I mean, I guess we're probably specifically talking to college women. Yeah. You know, delight. College (laughs) ministry. (laughs) Um, But I think it's something that we really lack is discipline and obedience. It just like really is like because everything's gotten like so gray and so okay. Like, yeah, we can do anything and like God's going to like still love us. And like, yes, he like actually really will still love you. Mm -hmm. But will he use you? Mm. Mm. like yeah like (laughs) I don't think so actually he chooses to use people that are sold out that are all in that are wholehearted and that means that you have to say no you have to choose him yeah like above other things you've got to go back to scripture you've got to be disciplined in scripture you've got to be disciplined with your time you've got to be disciplined with your thought life like it's not so easy And it's actually not so fun always. Like it actually leads to maybe feeling lonely sometimes on the weekends or it leads to like having to (laughs) having to like deal with your singleness in a healthy way. Yeah. And a lot of these things like can be hard for us to do. It isn't always so fun. Following Jesus isn't easy. It's not just like a whatever situation. It actually is full of discipline. Yeah. It's full of choosing him over the world. And it actually makes us look like your life should look like totally different 
than like most people. Yeah, I love somebody said it to me like this, that like a heart is like a really valuable gold necklace, like a necklace has a diamond charm on it and all this stuff. And, you know, you're a necklace. It can get so tangled up so easily. We've all had like jewelry that gets tangled up and it's like impossible to untangle it. Um, but we think about a gold necklace if we if we think about it in comparison to our hearts. When it gets tangled up, it doesn't lose any of its value. It's still just as valuable. So I think the same in God's eyes, like when we're tangled up and all this other stuff, God looks at us just the same. He still loves us. He still sees us the same. We're still just as valuable to him. But at the same time, when a necklace is tangled up and all this stuff, it can't be used for what it was created to do. We're supposed to wear them around our necks. Like that's what a necklace was made to do in the same way as God's children. Like we were made to be used. Like God wants to use us, Mm -hmm. but when our hearts are tangled up in sin, when our hearts are tangled up in bitterness, when our Mm -hmm. hearts are tangled up in just like the ways of this world, God cannot use us to the fullness of how he wants to use us. And like, I don't know about you, but I want to be used by God. Like I want to be like one of the first to say, God, use me. Like my life is surrendered and laid down to you. And so because of that, I want to do the hard work every single day of like untying the knots of untangling the mess from the day before. And I love that wholeheartedness is not a one-time decision. It's not like, you know, you just wake up and you're like, God, I'm wholehearted. Like wholehearted is a Mm. day by day decision. Every single day you wake up in the morning, you like plug your heart into the spirit of God Mm. and you say, God, untangle whatever was like messed up from the day before. Like whatever unpure thoughts, whatever, like thoughts that weren't of you, God, like take them away. God, untangle my heart so that it can be totally used by you. And so I just think it'd be so cool if we were women who weren't just like women who did the right things, women who were like good women who were like good leaders, but we were whole hearted leaders, like wholehearted and wholehearted looks a heck of a lot different than just being good. Yeah, totally. This kind of seems random, but I feel like it's on topic still. Bring Um, it. Love it. (laughs) I think so often uh, in this like Christian community, we can get really envious of people that are being used by God. We're like, I want to be there. I want to be that far. I want to be in that, that point of leadership. Like Mm -hmm. I want to be noticed like I want to all these things we have a lot of like envy in our heart towards other people but and I was just thinking of like myself in those seasons where I've been like super envious of like even like Mac and like maybe what she is doing in delight or maybe of another friend who's getting a promotion here or getting to like be noticed here and that point in my spirit was I was just being held by sin and held back from being used. And I was looking around me being like, because I still knew God and like, I still like knew he was real and like, I still knew he was in charge and around and I was just envious of other people and I wanted to get there, but didn't know how, like, I didn't know like how to get over myself, honestly, or how to like, how to hear from him or get back to the right place. And like, I think this message really answers it for a lot of people. It's like, it's like, yeah, your envy right now is like reasonable. Um, 
But if you want to like see God at work in your own life, if you want to step into that for yourself, like you've got to start untangling some of those things. Like you know it for yourself. Like you know those things like that you're doing in the quiet place behind the scenes. We've already mentioned a lot, but on the weekends with your boyfriend, (laughs) all the things like, you know, those things and like God will use you just like he's using your friend or like just like he's using somebody, you know, somebody in your family. If you start to just take ownership of your own faith in your own life, like, yeah, he really will. It's, it, I just feel like it's a real thing that we sometimes get so envious of other people, but it's really so it's just like checking our own lives yeah. and heart condition. I just think that's so good. I love that it does. It all goes back to the heart and like, it goes yeah. back to like, Hey, what's going on with you and God's heart? Like, is your heart beating in line with God's heart or is it beating to its like own rhythm over here? And I think that's really good. Yeah. Can I share one more scripture? Yes. Ready for it. <laughs> okay. So I want to introduce you guys to, um, one more King, um, another King from the Bible. You didn't know that you would ever know so many Kings with these crazy names. Um, but before we kind of go into this, I want to preface. Um, so we're back in second Chronicles, but this is second Chronicles 15. So, um, we're going to talk about this term, high places and high places were local places of worship to worship false gods and removing high places was like King 101. If you became the King, like the first thing that you did to like, please the Lord was remove the high places. It was just King 101. Um, but in second Chronicles 15 verse 17, it says, Oh, the King we're about to talk about is King Asa. So it says the high places were not taken away from Israel. Nevertheless, I love that. Nevertheless, Asa was wholehearted his entire life. So I don't know if you get this, but you see, if we go back to our first king, we talked about Uzziah. Uzziah did what was right in God's sight, but he wasn't wholehearted. But Asa was wholehearted, but didn't do everything right. And so I think that's just like our reminder. I think so many of us, like we think we have to do all the right things before we can be wholehearted. But I think we got to flip that on its head. We got to be wholehearted. And when we're wholehearted, we're compelled. We want to do what God asks us to do. And I think so many of us, we like picture God up in heaven, just saying like, you know, if I could just get more of her time, like then I could use her. If I could just have her purity, then I could use her. If I could just have her Friday nights. But I feel like God is simply saying like, no, like I just want her heart. Like I just want your whole heart. Mm. And I think like rather than fixing even some of these like sin issues first, like let's fix the heart issue first. Like let's get with God and say, God, what is in my heart that I haven't given to you yet? Like it's a relationship issue. Like go back to the relationship with you and Jesus, because when that relationship is in the right place, like when you have a new boyfriend and you're crazy about him and you love everything about him, you will do anything that he wants to do. Mm. If he loves sports and you hate sports, you will go to every sporting event and (laughs) pretend like you love it and everything. And I think the same is true in our walk with God. When we are sold out in love with him, what his heart starts to beat for ours. Like our heart starts to be in tune and in sync with his hearts. And I think like as women, we think it's so complicated. Like I got to get it all right before I can really be used by God. But if King Asa's story says anything to us, it's just like, no, you just got to give him your whole heart and he can use you and he's still going to move and he's still going to like show up for us. And then those like hard decisions just become knee jerk reactions for us. And so wholeheartedness isn't for just like women in leadership. It's not just (laughs) for pastors. It's not just for people who are like super volunteers at their church. It's literally for every single one of us. Yeah. And what would it look like? Like if every single girl listening to this podcast said, I'm going to surrender and be whole 
hearted for Jesus. Like, I think if we all did that, like huge things would happen. Like, I think like churches would come out of that. New ministries would come out of that. Like women who like move across the world to like serve people. Like, I think that's how our world starts to change. Our world doesn't change through a bunch of women who get it right. Our world changes through women who are wholehearted through people who say like, I give my whole hearts to Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Let's be like women that are all in, in. like seriously all in. And we just want to give you some space, honestly, even after listening to this, if you're like, where do I go from here? Like, yeah, I do want that. Or like, yeah, I have been envious of my friends that are getting more opportunity or I'm envious of my friends that can hear from God and I can't or like, yeah, there's some major sin I'm living in. And like, where do I go from here? What do I do? Like, how can I be used? How can I be more like Mac and Ken's? You might be thinking those things, but like, we want to give you some space right now to honestly, like, stop what you're doing. Um, and I know that's not probably probably um, possible for some people. They might be driving driving to work. Yeah, (laughs) Stop what you're doing. (laughs) Well, wherever you are, try to make it possible to like... Come back to it in a couple hours or whatever you have to do. Yes, and um, just get on your knees. Like turn on some like worship music. Get on your knees and just like start to surrender that like one thing that is taking space in your heart in your life, in your thought life, like what, what it is for you, what is it for you that's like you're doing like behind the scenes? What is it that you know is standing in the way, building a wall? Like start to surrender that on your knees um, because you, and believe, and we believe it for you, yeah. that the second you do this, you are going to encounter like a God that is so much bigger than yourself. You're going to get dreams. You're going to get visions. You're going to get purpose. You're going to have hope restored in your life, peace restored in your life, like love for the people around you on your knees before God, just surrendering these like one last couple things so you can be all in for Jesus. It's going to be the coolest thing ever, but truly take some space right now. I think it's important to like get on your knees and start to talk to God about those things. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And thank you guys for just letting us share our hearts. Like we know we can come off intense and fiery about certain things, but it's (laughs) because honestly, it's because we've tasted the other side and we've tasted how good it is to be done both. yeah, Yeah. We've done both. And like, I would choose wholehearted any day. Like I would seriously choose it. And every single day, like that's my prayer when I wake up in the morning, like God make all of my heart yours, not 99%. Like I want a hundred percent God. Yeah. And we recognize in this place of leadership that like, we've got to do that. Like honestly, the growth of delight might like stop when the leaders aren't all in. Yeah. Like it's real. And what's crazy is like the enemy can step in and stop it with just that 1% hold held back. Like yeah. 99% is not good enough in a lot of ways. Like yeah. it's gotta be a hundred percent. It's gotta be all in. And when yeah. you give, like when you surrender your whole heart to Jesus, yeah, that's when breakthrough and happens. I think we can both sit here and be like, okay, yeah. Like delight might stop if we, if we don't give our whole 
everything but and that might feel weighty to us but it actually doesn't it's actually something we want we desire we're like okay what else can we give yeah what else can we do what What other hard decision can we make how much lonelier do I need to be like whatever not loneliness but you know (laughs) stay home on the weekends or whatever it is but like we'll do anything like we are really behind that and want that and I think that should be the same jerk reaction for people that have the possibility to expand God's kingdom. I agree. I love that. I love that. All right, guys, we're going to be wholehearted women who are just willing to give 100% to the Lord and watch what he does in the process. We love you guys. You guys are amazing. Thank you for listening to this podcast and just being a part of the Delight family. We cannot wait to talk to you next week. See ya. We are so excited to introduce you guys to our new leadership course, Go Lead. Go Lead is a 12-week course designed for seniors or recent college graduates to mature in their spiritual authority and to activate their kingdom purpose. This course will be relationship-driven, spiritually challenging, and will increase your influence in your early 20s. Practically, this will look like a group of 15 women chasing after the heart of God. We'll have weekly readings and teachings. There'll be a retreat in Nashville, Tennessee, one-on-one discipleship with Mac and I. It's going to be absolutely incredible. You can apply at delightministries.com slash go lead and applications will be open until September 27th. You You are are a leader. leader. Go lead!